developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Episode 210 of the Outdoor Biz Podcast with Peter Williams and Spencer Hauser of Super Pacific. Brought to you by Revenue River. Revenue River is a Colorado-based digital technology and marketing agency helping companies in the outdoor industry execute their e-commerce and online efforts. As certified big commerce and Shopify partners and a Diamond HubSpot partner, they are well-equipped with the technical experience and expertise to solve any business problem. Whether you need help with website design, system integrations, online store management, or growth marketing, they will help you achieve your goals. Revenue River clientele also includes Sterling Rope, Deuter USA, Alps Outdoors, and the Outdoor Biz Podcast. When you're ready to compete and win online, contact the Revenue River team at revenueriver.co slash outdoorbiz. I believe achieving success in the outdoor biz is dependent upon embracing the outdoor lifestyle and learning from outdoor leaders that came before you. If you agree, then listen up for tips, advice, and hacks about growing or starting your career in the outdoor biz. My name is Rick Says. Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast. So I've been hearing from retailers, brands, outfitters, and others that one of the challenges they face these days is engaging with new and existing customers. You post on all the socials, public, publish articles, blogs, videos in order to grab attention, and the response is, eh, maybe not, let's just say not what you hoped. Today, a better option is a podcast, and you might think you don't have the time or the budget or the talent to produce one, but I think you do, and I'll show you how. A podcast will give you broader reach to an unlimited amount of customers and a clear opportunity to meaningfully impact a huge number of people. So if you're curious about podcasting, visit podcastersworkshop.com slash brainstorm, and let's jump on a call and talk about it. This episode is one of a special series I'm doing with Spencer Hauser and Peter Williams. They're in the early phase of their startup, Super Pacific, and we thought it would be fun to follow what it's like to develop a new product from scratch and launch a new brand. We'll drop a new episode every couple weeks as we talk about how they came up with their idea, what the initial steps were, and all the wins and challenges along the way. And if you have any questions, please send them to rick at ricksays.com, and I'll be sure to ask the guys in future episodes. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss anything. Hey guys, welcome back. We are recording episode three. We're uh, about five weeks into this, I guess. We're dropping it every other week, so a few weeks into this. We talked about the first steps you took with the cool logo set, the drawings and iterations you went through, a little bit about the design, construction, uh, fundraising. Let's dive into the product management side of things a little bit. What do you think about that? That sounds great. Yeah, sounds good to me. Cool. So... When you guys started this project, did you create a line sheet? Did you have any visualization of, you know, the styles and price points, or you you just wanted to make one and then go from there? How how that process come about? Well, um, you know, I think we're looking at the tent as, or the the tent in the the camper. Um, we'll call it the camper that, that goes on the pickup truck. Yep, which contains a canopy in the tent. Um, you know, that's such a, we're looking at that as our anchor product and right. we're going to have to vary that a little bit in order to fit different truck models. Um, it's mostly going to be Toyotas and, uh, um, Fords. You know, we have 
Fords and <laughs> so you have a Ford and a Toyota. Yeah, that's right. We have a Ford <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but but we have a you know we have a we kind of have our top five um, oh. list, and uh, um, and we're really we've got some ideas as far as you know kind of line sheet. We've got some ideas of of the next products that will will come online, but they won't be as major as as the the camper. Right, the big um, lift, yeah, right. Yeah. So we're, we're, ha- we're looking at the tent and the the camper kind of as the anchor product, and then we're going to you know build accessories that you know mount to it and are compatible with it. Gotcha, gotcha. So that leads into my next question. You've got five truck or five vehicle styles. Let's call it vehicle styles because I'm sure they're not all trucks. How did you yeah. come up with that list? You know. Um, well, he drives a Ford. Yeah, Ford yeah. the like Ford that. and the Toyota I got. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, basically doing research, um, kind of doing research on what's out there. You know, yep. what are what are the, the, the biggest things that you're seeing on Instagram? Um, what sells the most year by year? You know, in January, it was great because everybody come out, came out with their sales numbers for the past year. Mm. Um kind of following what was what was hot at SEMA this year, which was definitely the Jeep Gladiator. Um, they were everywhere at SEMA. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of building our top five list um, based off of, based off of that, just kind of internet research talking. I have a, I have a buddy who's very deep into the four wheel and off road universe and, and, you know, bouncing ideas off of him. Right. So, um, yeah. That's how we came up with the, have you gone out and talked to any local dealers? Um, you know, it's. I feel like we're we're kind of balancing on this 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 funny. We're doing this funny dance right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I've only got uh, prototypes in CAD and you know, kind of proof of concept kind of stuff, and I don't have anything on a truck. Right. I've been very reluctant to go out. Yeah. And you know knock on, or just go to dealerships and, and, mm-hmm. uh, um, because I, I think there's a, there's a certain level of legitimacy to be had if you roll up with something on your vehicle as opposed <laughs> right. to you're just some random, I got this cool idea, man. Do you yeah. have 15 minutes? I got a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Check out this line drawing my kid did of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, exactly. but Hey, but I got to say though, I checked out your, the stuff you have on Instagram and if you if you listeners haven't checked that out yet, this looks pretty cool. I mean, that, those renderings are awesome. So good job on that. Well, thanks. Yeah, um, and everything's you know everything's coming together. All that stuff is all those renderings are based on our CAD. So right, um, it's all real close to real life. Um, so uh, five or six weeks into our conversations, where are you these days on the prototyping? I think you last talked. You would just cut your tool order, I think. Yeah, so we've uh, we've got our tools. Our shop has pretty much come together. Um, I've I just picked up uh, all the laser cut sheet metal, mm. uh, and uh, by the end of this week, I will be uh, bending it up and riveting it together. And and uh, um, I'm hoping within a week or so, I should have something on the back of my truck. Wow! Very uh, exciting. Yeah. And then we've got uh, we've got some of our products, um, some of the, the components that had a real long lead time, our extrusion, and then our composite panels. Um, 
we ordered back at in the end of January. Um, the composite panels shipped yesterday, and I should get the extrusion. Uh, Friday. Yeah, Friday, wow. Friday or Monday. So, cool. um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden the ball is is <laughs> firmly, firmly in our court. We I, we got to start building. Like the crazy. ball is bouncing around on the rim, and you need to slam it home. <laughs> that's right. That's totally right. Yeah, and we've got our tent is up with uh, this company in Vancouver, Washington, called Last US Bag, and they're working through the first full scale prototype. Which oh, cool. We're hoping to time that out with getting our the custom extrusions that are going to receive the tent, and then um, you know, hopefully, all that'll kind of fall into place at the same time, and we can get the first. I would still call it a prototype, but sure. as opposed to a real production sample, but um, it'll be the first kind of real deal that we can take out on the highway and take out in the woods and sleep in and really. Uh, Exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So let's go back to the, the line sheet process a little bit. So you have five versions of vehicles. Are there going to be, is it going to be basically the same style of tent camper concept, just different fit for vehicles? Or are you going to do any customization you know, in addition to that, like, will, will there will there be a tent version and then the the waterproof version of the tent, or any differentiation no. there? No, just in, in in just kind of uh, to help on the manufacturing side, the tent is going to be one size. Gotcha. Um, so we'll basically um, adapt the canopy on the back of a pickup truck to fit the one size. Um, Gotcha. And um, another little thing about, I don't know if we, we mentioned this last time, um, our, our tent, um, we sized it kind of around um, the uh, XPEG uh, Megamat, which is this super cool um, self-inflating, four-inch thick self-inflating mattress. And uh, in order to save weight, um, you know, in, in, instead of putting a big, thick heavy piece of foam right in the back of the you know in the in the tent unit we decided to go with um this xped product hmm. um it's really it's it's proven um it's used a lot in kind of overlanding and and uh, uh truck camping and um we we have a few of them here and and they're really nice nice uh, yeah so so basically the, the tent is kind of sized around that that uh, mega mat Yep. And um, now we will we will do a, a second size tent so that the tent unit can be mounted to a pickup truck. It could also be mounted to an SUV, say like a Toyota 4Runner or, oh, okay. or something like that. Oh. So w- without the canopy portion, um, the tent can be mounted to an SUV. And those uh, the SUV versions will be the same width. They'll just be a little bit shorter. They'll be about mm. uh, 20 inches shorter than um, the truck version. Gotcha. Um, the truck needs a little extra room so that you can climb in through the bed of the truck and then up into the tent. Uh, whereas if the tent's just by itself, you'll be climbing into the tent through one of the outside, you know, essentially the windows. Right. Mm. Um, and so are you going to make a ladder with it? Like the rooftop guy or the, uh, roof nest guys do. No, we're going to make an anti-gravity machine. Nice. Um, Elevator. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we will definitely include a ladder with it. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to like manufacture a ladder, but yeah. It'll be the package. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you'll have five versions then based on vehicle and then another, what, two or three for the for the forerunner kind of thing? Yeah, the forerunner, the 10 will be the same. It'll just be the mounting system, yep. Um, yep. you know, will be customized to the vehicle. Um, so that should be the, the mounting system, you know, knock on wood, uh, shouldn't be that complicated to adapt mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. vehicle. And you're going to do the five styles for the vehicles first and then work on the other, the mounting system later. You know, again, knock on wood, uh, the mounting system, I think from my point of view is relatively straightforward. Mm. So, you know, we'll get the, the tents for the Toyotas going. Um, uh, cause I think that's really going to be our biggest, our biggest hitter. And then, um, we will start working on the mounting system for say like four runners. Um, we have, a, we have a couple buddies who have four runners, so <laughs> it's really easy, you know, Yeah, right. Uh, when you got a friend uh, that wants to get into it. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll mix it up a little bit, I guess. And so the five different vehicle versions, what kind of, I mean, is that a big, heavy, lift to get five different mounting systems or is it just little tweaks we have to make to the size and width and how it's going to get on, you know, mount to the vehicle. The way we designed the canopy section of the, of the, um, that mounts to the truck is really, we sort of designed it with the plan that it would be not be a heavy lift to make it fit different truck bed dimensions. Right. So we really just need to change the length on a, on a couple, you know, the, the horizontal and vertical components. Um, and then it, it all kind of works up to the tent. Um, so yeah, it's not too, it's not too labor intensive to pull that off. We, we just kind of adjust our CAD and then order the parts to be cut to different lengths. And then when we catch them together the same. Yeah. So from a line sheet perspective, you'll launch with five styles or are you going to do a couple styles first and launch and then add later? What's, how's that look? Yeah, I think, I think that's what it'll be. It'll, it'll be the Toyota Tacoma, um, the Ford F-150, um, Chevy Colorado, Chevy Colorado, um, the, uh, uh, the new Ford Ranger and then the Jeep Gladiator. Mm Um, and then, in amongst there, if if we have demand for other vehicles, um, the the like Peter was saying, the design is modular enough, um, and the way we built it in the in the software, we should be able to change a few dimensions. You know, output new parts. Um, the assembly is going to be all the same; it's just different part numbers mm-hmm. going together, right? Um, so, and, and frankly, one of the biggest one of the biggest lifts so far. It took me probably three days of solid spreadsheeting and thinking uh, was making, <laughs> was basically assigning part numbers. And, <laughs> I can imagine. Right. Figuring out how, you know, we're going different, to differentiate everything and, and how it's going to be easy to do on the shop floor and, and, and that kind of thing. So um, I think by doing that stuff up front, I, I've learned that it's best to do it up front as opposed to kind of trying to do it. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's cause it's going to be like an erector set. I mean, you're going to have different, it could be yep. a mess. It could get ugly quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It could turn into a mess if we're on top of it. Yep. Yeah. And so when you, 
I'm kind of moving towards the launch part of it now. When you get get to the launch, are you going to have all the parts made for? I, I don't want to. I, don't give us any volumes, but you know we're going to have five of each launch with five of each, and then continue to make them as we get orders for them. Or what? Have you thought any about that at all? You know that honestly, that's sort of like I'm going to just jump in real quick. It's a little bit of an interesting moment just because of, of uh, the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where, like, we have a, we have currently got a plan to go to the um, uh, Overland Expo, you know, in May. Right. Um, but if that gets canceled, then I think our plan is a little different. Sure. Um, and I, I think in the Overland Expo version, we were thinking that we would try to stage ourselves with inventory of the most popular trucks, with the hopes that we could like quickly fulfill the most likely orders that mm-hmm. for that show. If that show gets canceled, then then I think we're doing more of like a social media um, and probably, you know, ordering our parts as we receive the orders yeah. for the for the toppers. So yeah, a little a little bit more, you know, kind of custom build build the order. Yeah, really. right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. And are there going to be any other customization other than fit for each different model? Um, you know, I think we're going to work through. We're working through colors. You mm-hmm. know. What what's going to be our kind of our probably three or four standard colors, um, um, and then uh, we're actually I've I've been trying to figure out a vendor in case people want to do kind of custom colors, you know, color matching, right? Um, and you know, there's there's plenty of body shops and things around here, and trying to figure out who's going to be uh, who's going to be open to you know. Hey, we're going to bring this canopy over. Can you guys, <laughs> you guys paint it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so um, that's one of the things that I have not figured out yet. I've got yeah. a power cutting vendor, but I do not have the custom color vendor yet. That'd be tricky. Yeah. That'd be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if you pick the right, co- I mean, that's everybody says pick the right colors, right? No ugly colors. A rep told me that at a sales meeting one time. No ugly colors. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that. But if you pick, you know, decent colors, then hopefully you won't get too much of that. But that's always a crapshoot. Yeah, you know, as long as people like gray, um, <laughs> yeah. everything's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, what are there, what are you thinking about on the accessory side of things? What are, are you going to launch with any accessories or are you going to add accessories later? What's your plans on that? Well, we've, thought got, about it. we've got a bunch of ideas and, yeah. you know, mostly informed by our needs. Um, and so the, the plan on that is basically uh, we've talked about, like, how does this, um, the offering right now has like a really sweet solution to like a family of three or a couple or a single person. Mm-hmm. But if you have kids, it'd be kind of tight to sleep in the tent altogether. And so we've talked about creating sort of another sleeping platform that could exist in the cab of the truck mm. uh, and would provide hatches could break up into like a settee with the table um, um, and also provide a sleeping platform for like children, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. we're leaving a passageway from the tent down into the canopy. So it will be sort of like one space. So you can, you know, if I were sleeping in there and my son was down in the cab, I'd want to be able to like put my head down and check on him. If right. Or whatever. Gotcha. So you'd be able to get out of the get out of the tent into the bed of the truck pretty simply. 
Yeah, yeah, we're lead, we're we Good. designed it so a passage between the bed and the. Yeah. It's gonna be like a Star Wars thing. That's gonna be cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Plus, <laughs> um, plus, you know, there's gonna be it, it'll be wired. It'll have lights, LEDs, and uh, you know, USB ports for charging things and twelve volt uh, ports for for stuff. So all that stuff should come, um, and that'll come, you know, as a as a pretty much factory accessory. Right. And um, it'll be pl- plugged into the vehicle or it will be solar chargers. Um, you know, the, the basic will be just plugged into your, your vehicles yep. uh, system. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I'm big into solar. Well, we're both big into solar. So, um, we'll definitely be exploring that, mm-hmm. uh, on our own. And, um, there's a company down in Bend, a uh, big solar company down in Bend, Oregon, that I would love to team up with. Mm. And, um, you know, th- and this is, this strikes at the heart of what I, well, we both really like to do with this company is that there are companies all over the Pacific Northwest that are experts at what they do and make cool parts and accessories. And I, nothing would make me happier than to team up with right something else that either has a cool product or is doing something great and, and be able to say hey you know can we offer this as an accessory or or can we you know um direct people to you so that that you know you have a special mounting kit for whatever your product is and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's a good so, idea i like that you know one of the things rick that we didn't talk about that uh nobody else is doing and i i, I can't believe that no one else is doing um but we will definitely be doing is the is the bottle opener? Oh, and geez, yeah. Mounted, mounted to ours. Got to um, have that. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't understand how uh, the other companies in this marketplace aren't aren't promoting big miss the, the promoting their their bottle opener because we will. Cool, it's going to be a, a number one feature. That's right. Buy your and bottle opener and get a tent. That's no. right. <laughs> <laughs> Another, like another thing I really hope to be able to do effectively, Rick, is is um, stay engaged with the people that buy these things mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. use them as a way of uh, learning like what 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 people would like as accessories. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I have a bunch of ideas, and I know I know things that I would like. I I think that those needs are going to be fairly universal, but I'm sure there's a bunch of things that I am not thinking about. Um, and I'd really like to foster an environment where the folks that buy these from us are like, you know, stay plugged in with us and, and we can get ideas of the problems that they have and ways that start thinking about ways we can offer. Right. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, that's, we're getting into the business side of things and we'll come back to, I think next episode we'll talk, you guys will have some production stuff going on. So we'll talk a little bit more about production, but when you actually start to form, the company itself starts to take, shape when you have you know people answering phones and those kind of things what 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 do you have visions on that for i mean in addition in addition to staying in contact with your customers i'm sure there's going to be a big social media push facebook group all those kinds of things what are your thoughts on all that i would love to stay off facebook Mm -hmm. (laughs) so how would you that's that's a viable option how would you keep track and keep in contact with those customers then what's your plans on that well well obviously a mailing list uh, instagram uh you got to have a group somewhere yeah no i think website I mean, um 
we'll definitely uh, websites, um, Instagram. Uh, you know, we do have uh, we do have a Facebook. Um, we do have a Facebook page. Yep, yep. It's not really set up, but yep. um, um, you know, we'll we'll be we'll kind of be paying attention to all of that stuff. Um, there's all kinds um, of tools too that I, I'm not familiar with some of these meetup tools and things, but you could come up with these meetup groups and whatnot, and people could belong to that. You know, yeah, just mm-hmm. plug into there and you have I mean, message, that, message forums and all that. Yeah, I'm hoping that by building a compelling product and getting it in front of people and and going to their you know events, um, right, creating a lot of opportunities for folks to sign up for a newsletter that we can. Um, I, I don't know exactly how to say it, but just I feel like the newsletter or like a direct email would be if people were choosing to receive that, you might have a higher likelihood of getting a conversation going with them. Yeah. Better engagement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We'll certainly be firing out what's going on on Instagram and hopefully finding people who are excited about the product that can share what they're doing with it on Instagram as well. Um, Right. So have you got any other events targeted in addition to the overlanding deal show? Yeah. So I've, um, We've got a booth at uh, at Overland West. Um, we've got a space at uh, the Northwest Overland Rally, um, which is in Leavenworth, Washington, and that's in June. Um, there's, you know, the Overland Expo is the is the the kind of the, the big event right. that's held this summer. Um, but there are these Overland rallies, at least out here on the west in the west. Um, that have been popping up. So there's a Colorado Overland Rally uh, that's in end of July. And mm-hmm. I read up on that. It seemed like it was a pretty good time last year. Um, there's a BC Overland Rally um, end of June. And there might, there, there might be one or two more kind of uh, Arizona, New Mexico ish. Um, so, um, I think we're going to tap. The other thing I'm going to try to tap into are some of the uh, the van events, mm-hmm. uh, the sprinter um, events. There's yep. going to be one up here in, at Mount Hood um, that we'll go to, and some of the teardrop trailer things too. There's a lot of these vehicle things that are popping up. I had the uh, guys from Colorado Teardrops on the show a few episodes ago. Yep. And the guy from Roof Nest, and they were talking about some of these events that they were starting to go to because there's not they don't want to go to the big outdoor shows because it's you know it's indoors and it's not really exactly their customer. But in addition to the overland, sometimes the overlanding events don't have all the trailer guys, you know. So mm-hmm. right, right, um, yeah. So so we're we're definitely we're we're slated for the uh, uh, overland expo and the Northwest Overland Rally. Um, and then, I mean, again, depending on what goes on with, with, you know, the coronavirus um, or COVID, uh, we were planning on going to uh, Overland Expo, um, the one in Colorado, the mm-hmm. end of August. And then we're, you know, as, as time, as the summer plays out, we we're going to see about going to the Overland Expo East in Virginia. Mm. Uh, but that's a pretty big that's a pretty big haul. Um, to get That's out. a lot going on. You guys are going to have a lot going on between, you know, manufacturing and selling and traveling. Yep. Be yeah, it's going to be a busy summer. Yeah, busy summer, yeah. So, yeah, uh, 
Go ahead, we're, probably gonna, we're probably going to be, uh, you know, be selective about exactly which events we go to and try to pick the ones that are the most fruitful. Yeah, um, yeah you have to. I yeah. basically do all of them, but um, well, that's kind of the landscape. We can do it. I like your attitude. That's cool. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, So let's get into a little bit of the production side before we wrap up here. You just you just launched a partnership with what's the name of that bag company again? It's called the Last U.S. Bag Company. Last U.S. Bag Company. Okay, and they're going to make the tent portion, correct? That's right. Yeah. Cool. And Um, they're in Canada, BC. No, in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, yeah, Vancouver, just, Washington. Okay, got you. Yeah, it's across the Columbia Hurlers. Yep. How'd you find them? Uh, I had worked with them in the past, um, doing some bag projects several years ago. So they were kind of on on my radar, and then the place where we worked together uh, had a relationship with them. Gotcha. Where Spencer and I worked prior to this effort. Um, and, yeah, yeah. They're they're uh you know they're kind of a a, a cut and sew uh, company. So, you know, if you, if you're anybody and you, and you want something produced domestically, um, you can go to them and, and they've got sewers and, and, you know, CNC cutting machines and, um, kind of all the stuff, um, all the stuff that you would need to produce anything, any sort of soft good. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, the owner will, um, he's been involved in kind of outdoors and overlanding and, and uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, once, once we started kind of teaming up on the project, um, he got pretty excited, um, you know, about participating in this. And uh, so it's really nice to have kind of that partner that's, that's stoked about what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and kind of understands the marketplace as well. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that helps a ton. Yeah, and um, so the production of all the part, other parts and pieces for the the frame and the structure, where, where's that going to happen? So uh, the frame and the structure. So you know, I'm, I outsource laser cutting, forming, and machining to a, a variety of shops here locally um, in the kind of greater Portland metro area, um, and then we've got a little shop uh, just right up the street from my house. Um, definitely you know, it's, it's the starter shop. Um, I'll be posting some, some good pictures on Instagram here in the next week or so. Cool. Uh, and so we'll do our initial prototyping and our initial production there. Um, but we anticipate we'll have to move into a bigger space, uh, in the next, within the next couple of months mm-hmm. um, once sales ramp up. Um, and so that'll be, again, we're going to try to stay relatively close to our, our homes because we know we'll, we'll probably be um, pushing some heavy hours, you know, I can uh, imagine. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys will be running and gunning. Yeah. And are you yeah. going to start with, um, so once you get the prototypes all dialed in, mm-hmm. how many do you, how many of these do you plan to produce and start selling? You're going to start two of each or depending on orders, how's that going to work? Yeah, I think it's I think it's really going to depend on orders. I um, I think our initial you know our initial idea is 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 we we have about eight or ten people that we've been talking to uh-huh. um, that we're we're calling our test pilots. Yep. Um, is that what we're calling them stuff pilots. They're test pilots. The test pilots are stuff pilots. <laughs> okay. 
Some pilots come later. Okay, some pilots come later. Plane routes before you start. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, so the test pilots. So you know we'll be building we'll be building about uh, you know eight or ten maybe a dozen of these things uh, that'll go out to this this first little group. Gotcha. Um, who's going to really beat stuff up and yeah. and give us good feedback and you know th- these are all kind of designers and kind of professionals and and people we know. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. And then, uh, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're like either designers or folks who are going to get out in the woods and really use this thing. Yeah. Beat it up. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping we can get either really good, like design minded feedback. Yeah. Well, it's all design-minded feedback, but some is informed more from the product design side of it, and some is ex- informed more from the experience side of it. Right. Um, so we're hoping that that'll be like, you know, the first couple that we sell, the first eight or so that we sell are going to be like a very, very involved process with the people who own them. Yep. That's huge. Yeah, that's good. That's smart. Yeah, because you want to, this thing is, you want this thing to be dialed in before you go to the general consumer base, because yeah, that could get ugly right. fast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yes, it could. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, that's all exciting, guys. Thanks for uh, catching up again. I think next time we'll get into a little more of the uh, showing and selling, and you'll probably have a lot more to report on um, the prototypes that you've gotten, and maybe some pictures will be on Instagram by then. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, definitely. Uh, I've, I've stepped up my Instagram game here in the last week or so. I saw that. And, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I got a lot more. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before. My 12-year-old and 17-year-old daughters are are schooling me there you um, go. on the Instagram. So um, <laughs> Spencer got all fired up and tried to explain hashtags to me the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in that game. I have to, you know, that's how it all works these days. Hashtags and holy crap. I, I'm, I got one foot in the game anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good. No, that's great. That's uh, that's how it has to work, you know. I like the uh, the test group though too. I think that's a really good idea. That could be, you know, you could get some great imagery and some great feedback and quotes and you know yep. inspirations and motivations and that'd be awesome. Yeah. Another thing we've been moving on is our website, which is we're mm. like well well on the way under development. So we're cool. We're working on the the CAD models on our Instagram page right now are really they're pretty rough renderings and we're working on some higher quality renderings to put up on the website so folks can, you know, get in there and really see what this thing is. Nice. Exciting. Well, we'll have more of that stuff to talk about uh, when we get together next time. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. Well, thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. All right. Have a good one. Yeah. Great. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening. If you want more of the Outdoor Biz Podcast, be sure and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and go to theoutdoorbizpodcast.com where you find all the episodes, show notes, and much, much more. Have a great week and be sure to get outside. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.